Hello and welcome to Cutting the Ball in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben and as always I'm hanging out with Mike, Hello. Claire hey. and Pete. Hello. Today we are talking about a particularly British kind of scandal I think. It's the Mad Codazy scandal of the 90s. Well it actually goes back to 1947 but it hit its peak in the 90s. Or BSC. As it is more, more. Yeah, CJD, BSC, we'll get into yeah. what they stand for because it's off the top of my head. Fuck knows. It's Funny uh, words. I, I, I know what they are, but I can't pronounce them. Crutzfeldt Jakob disease. That's right, and then there's Crutzfeldt Jakob's disease. Ah, we'll get into it. Anyway, BSE, mad cow disease, and how it may come for you. It won't. Well, well, we may have it. We don't know. We don't know. We, we, we don't know. As, as people are here right now, we grew up eat. in Britain at this time yeah. and eaten beef, or Pete may have been somewhere else, doesn't know. Anyone that's eaten beef since the 70s, basically, and 80s. 1947? Uh, I used to eat some really dodgy yeah. meats in South. Yeah, but it didn't start affecting the cows. Too, <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah. Who, who knows what I ate when I was out there? Yeah. <laughs> so until the 70s, you know, if you ate beef in Britain, 70s beef, up to the 90s? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, early mid 90s. 96. Yeah, there you go. Well, we'll get into that in a bit. We'll get into it shortly. Let's thank some new and returning listeners this week. Where shall I start? Darlington in the UK, McHenry, Illinois, New City, New York, Frankfurt, and Maine, Perryville, Missouri, Boardville, Oregon, to Big List, London, United Kingdom, Zeist in the Netherlands, Ashburn, Virginia, Madrid, Spain, Guadalajara, Spain, and Belfast in the UK. Thank you for listening. Thanks Welcome. for listening. Thanks a lot. Tell a friend. Tell them to, to follow us on Facebook at Cutting Through the Bull in the Post Truth Apocalypse. You can do that too, by the way. You have to tell a friend and then not do it yourself. That would be silly. <laughs> you can listen to us on SoCloud and most other podcasting platforms at Cutting Through the Bull in the PTA. And YouTube Apocalypse Bull. Give us a like, a subscribe, a listen, tell a friend, tell several friends. Put it into their phone. That's what I do to people. Make sure they subscribe. Just grab them, slap them with it. Just slap them with it. Just slap them with their phone. Yeah, just get it on their phone. It's like, into their face. Make sure you fucking watch and listen to this. End off. Maybe not do that because you're going to get charged for assault or depending on the country you live in, shot. No, I suppose. All right, don't do that then. Yeah. Just be nice about it. Yeah. <laughs> now, moving on. Moving on. Mm. <laughs> you're, not getting the, you're not getting the crown. Uh, well, I'm wasting on you people. <laughs> The United Kingdom, sorry, I said you people. <laughs> I know we're all white, but it sounds bad, doesn't it? <laughs> the United Kingdom was afflicted with an outbreak of bovine spongiform enso. Oh crap, I practiced this earlier at work. <laughs> bovine spongiform ensopathoropathy. Close enough? No. Encephalopathy. Encephalopathy. There we go. Bovine sponge, spongiform enthrop. Encephalopathy. I knew this was going to. I knew it was, was going to trip me up tonight. I was sat in the yard at work reading it and listening to it, and I still knew it would trip me up. Known as Mad Cow Disease and its human equivalent variant, Crutzfeldt Jakob Disease, which is VCJD. In the 1980s and 1990s, over 4 million head of cattle were slaughtered in an effort to contain the outbreak, and 178 people died after contracting CJD through eating infected beef. A political and public health crisis resulted. See, I remember the burning of the cows. See, this is cool, because we, we all kind of remember this. We were... In our, well, teens. It's not cool. <laughs> yeah, we were early teens, but I, see, I lived, in a, I lived in a village called Wharton, which is in between Blackpool and Preston, and it is very much a farming community. So oh, we, we were a small village just surrounded by farmlands, like literally for miles and miles and miles in every direction. Mm. Farmlands up to the sea, about 20 miles West. Lots yeah. of cows on this farm, Lots of cows, lots of cows. We, we saw many. A burning fucking smoke plume, basically. Did you see the mad when they went mad? Because no. they, they sort of like shake, don't they? They go palsied, they never shake, their never legs go under them. But the problem it's was... It's tragic to watch, man. The problem was they, they just killed lots and mm. lots of cows that were probably not even in any danger of 
BFC or anything, but that was, well, the sadness of The it. problem is, since 1947, Britain has had this thing where the government paid subsidies to farmers to maximise food production. Because in 1947, we've just come out of the Second World War and rationing was still in place in this country until the 1950s, some 1950, late mid 50s. My dad can remember rationing still. So we imported a lot of food, didn't we? We imported a lot of food. We needed to maximise our food production. So we came up with this idea of giving cattle basically themselves. We turned herbivores into carnivores. Mm. Because we cannibals, even. It was the shit they were being. We used to fed, give them. Yeah. We used to give them soy. And then they decided that they were going to look at giving them sort of meat derivatives. Mechanic, no, it's got a great bit. Mechanically recovered meat. Yeah. Eyeballs, arseholes, awful. And brains. Oh. And brains. Based stuff that we don't eat, basically. Yeah. That's what they give to the cats and dogs now in the dog food. Yeah. Or they used to. Or they anyway. used to, yeah. Yeah. Not so much now. Yeah. So they were like mad cat disease. It did go into cats. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. So they used to give the cows this, and it was cheaper, and it produces produces more milk. Wasn't it all to do with the marrow and things like that? That was. It's yeah. It's all the stuff that we don't eat. But it was things like the marrow. That yeah, was the like brains, the ball, the, the brain tissue. Actually, yeah, was it? Yeah. Bridge. It's a prion disease, and a prion is a protein that kind of mutates into a virus. Mm through means not really fully understood, but if they know they, they could weaponise prions, then you could take over the world, probably. You could affect certain in groups of individuals if you tailored it pr- properly. Is this why I keep seeing searches on how to create prions on your Google? <laughs> Number one, why are you looking at my phone? <laughs> well, Number two, what did you think of the porn? That was all right, actually. <laughs> it, it, the, the dog one, I mean, it wasn't so keen on that. <laughs> No, it's just Max chasing the Hoover. Ah, that's <laughs> right. Then. And number three, yeah, what? Shh. <laughs> Do you say strings are proteins? It's a protein cell that basically mutates. Hmm. Sounds a little bit like COVID from what I've been reading. Well, who can say? Can't say, say too much on that subject, Claire, because YouTube won't let us. Oh, right. Allegedly, let's say allegedly. a big fat allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, so the outbreak has originated in the practice of supplementing protein in cattle because obviously herbivores and vegetarians have trouble absorbing protein. Mm. So they wanted to give them more. Give them more. Best Make way. bigger cows, lots of more milk. Mm. Better to kill them because you're getting more meat on that cow. Yeah. And it's a meat and bone meal, which is mechanically recovered meat. Yeah, that must, that must be why I was thinking like the marrow bone from it, like the bone meal. I do remember when you, as soon as you said that. I remembered that. I remember back to fucking the nineties, thinking, "That's right, because they're feeding them themselves, mm-hmm. weren't they? Yeah, they were cannibalizing them. Yeah, they're basically cannib- turning cows into cannibals. And like I say, a prion, it's infectious, misfolded proteins get into the nervous system, and the remains of an infected animal can still spread the disease to animals fed on such a diet. So if you've got a the food chain. weirdly acting cow and you go, oh, fuck that shit, shoot it in the head or do whatever you're going to do as a farmer, mm-hmm. you're then having that take cow taken away, it's been processed, blah, blah, blah. It's gone into our food chain and it's been put back into the cow's food chain. Oh. Whereas people were going, what's wrong with this cow? Yeah, they were like, like, oh, kill it, old, eat it. Old Jessie's having a bit of a fit. She's no good anymore. Turns the milk sour, that does, I don't know. <laughs> Some farmer saying, you know what farmers are like, they're an odd people in the UK. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I don't know if they're like in other countries, but they're a bit sort of... A bit of a stereotype in there, aren't you? No, not really. Only <laughs> farmers have you met? Mm. I've met quite a few, actually, and Ben's not far off the truth there. <laughs> they're a bit eccentric, aren't they? You have to be a certain yes. breed to They're be a bit a eccentric to get up at, like, if you know, God's sake, if you're a lamb farmer, it's lambing season now. I know that because all the lambs are sort of prancing. 24 hours a day. Yeah. It's like, you know, the, the two getting shifts. He might have a 2 a.m. till 4 a.m. shift. It's not, it's and not like, easy. Yeah, no, you don't want to get. Then you've got to go up for work the next day and go and do like 12 hours of fucking hard physical labour or, or sitting in a tractor doing your play. You, you, you only have to watch Clarkson's farm. Yeah. To, to, know get, to get a slight taste of. And he does it in such a. Stupid. Blase. You know that that's on a separate note. He's, he's been kicked out from Amazon. 
Oh, right. That column he wrote about oh, Meghan Markle, Meghan. which was odd. I think it was, I don't know if he was having a stroke when he wrote that or something, because it was a, it was an odd article. But he's obviously kicked off against Saint Markle, and Amazon have kicked him. They said, right, you know, we filmed these. I think they're up to season three filming of Clarkson's Farm. That'll be the last one, and the Grand Tour. They filmed another sort of five or six specials of them mm. and no but more of them that, yeah well there's your two best shows gone down the drain Amazon well done You'll just well not your two best shows two of your most sort of sort of family friendly sit there and watch yeah, it with your mum and dad yeah. he'll be alright yeah, he'll get on another things. platform because people love him because he is funny he's a cock he is a he's cock he's very outspoken well, you know, he's a good TV presenter yeah, you can't funny. argue Top Gear suffered when he left sorry I had a massive tangent British culture night, isn't it? Yeah. There you go. Mm. Tainted beef and top gear. There you go. <laughs> no, you want... A match of the day. Right, Farming's not an easy job, is no. it? But... Yeah. You've got to be a certain type of eccentric to do, want to do farming. So BSE is a neuroderivative disease of cattle caused by misfolded proteins known as prions. Symptoms include abnormal behaviour, trouble walking, weight loss and eventual paralysis. Prion diseases such as BSE are universally fatal. The time between infection and onset of symptoms is generally four to five years, and time from onset of symptoms to death is typically weeks to months. Now, if you could weaponize that and take that four to five years down to a few minutes, you got a zombie plague on your hands. Yeah. That's sounding very much paralyzed zombies, though. Well, you take that bit out. <laughs> sounding more like what you were saying earlier as well. <laughs> now, at the time of the outbreak, cattle farming was the largest sector of British agriculture, comprising up to 38% of the UK's entire agricultural product, mm. and was capable of providing the vast majority of domestic brand for beef and dairy, and this was obviously due to policies enacted after World War II. When we got into the EU, obviously, we could export more stuff. Yeah, not anymore. Not, no, anymore. That was a bit of a mistake, wasn't it? <laughs> Seems to go a bit tits up that one, didn't it? Just a bit. Who would have thunk it? More saying who'd have thunk it? Project Fear coming true. Well, that's what happens when you trust a fucking blonde-haired idiot, isn't it? Not that I'm bitter or nothing. <laughs> now the cattle industry had produced a breed of dairy cattle that had high milk yields when fed a high-protein diet. And feeds derived from animal sources such as meat and bone meal have been used since the early 20th century and were found to increase milk yields more than those derived from non-animal sources like Mike said, soybeans. Give them soy, don't get as much milk. Make them into cannibals, get more milk. Well, you'd be thinking that, yeah, yeah I know, they've, all, they've got clay pats, haven't they? They've got pretty slippy poo anyway, but surely it would make them more ill than that. On a digestive level? I don't know, but surely I'll be questioning, is it right to give cows meat? Especially their own species, it's cannibalism. It's like feeding yeah, a fucking pig bacon, isn't it? Like Cartland does. Well, pigs eat anything. Yeah, I know, but... but I'm talking meat, about bone, might they'll go through it. want to give them bacon. They're sick in it and giving them bacon. Yeah, because they'll eat anything, make them eat bacon. Yeah, but it's not as bad as giving a herbivore... No, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? They're not yeah. meant to eat meat. It's like giving a vegan a fucking Whopper burger, telling him it's it's one of those pretend ones. No, that can be quite funny. Like, yeah, yeah, it's this pretend Whopper. Honestly, you can't that. tell the difference. <laughs> Pigs, though, they'll go through bone like butter. Well, you need to shave the the, the head. You should take the hair off the body because that'll... Pull out the teeth. Pull out the teeth. That'll play havoc with the digestion, that will. But, yeah, they'll go through bone like butter. They'll devour a corpse in, like, 30 minutes. Did I say corpse? I meant anything. <laughs> Anybody that's watched Silence of the Lamb, not Silence of the Lamb. Snatch. 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 Yeah, we <laughs> know that. The British cattle are believed to have become infected in large numbers in the 1980s through the use of meat and bone meal or mechanically... I like mechanically recovered meat. It sounds just grim and capitalist, doesn't We've it? We've all been eating that for fucking years. Every sausage... Yep. Every sausage we've ever eaten, probably. Well, if you have a beef sausage, unless, yeah. unless you don't eat. No, every sausage yeah. like. Oh yeah, I see what you disgusting, mean. Disgusting, like. Sometimes ham as well. You see on the yeah. back, it'll say mechanically. Mm. Whatever. When it's not real ham, yeah. When it's like that fucking rubbery crap. Yeah, it's not good. 
So th this illness come about in the cows just because they were feeding them, like cannibalising them. Yeah. So there was, you know, there, it wasn't in the feed or anything. No, 1947, they decided every every cow is going to have this meat and bone meal instead of soya. And that, um, yeah, and, it, and the product of it. And then 40 years later, 30 to 40 years later, then it started noticing the cows acting, some of the cows acting strangely. Yeah, you know, going, getting ill-tempered. So, yeah, obviously, 1980s, we reckon we're getting largely infected. But it's included the remains of cattle which had spontaneously developed the disease, as well as sheep infected with scrapey, which is a, a scrappy, which is a similar disease in sheep, while the inclusion of brain and spinal cord tissue in, in mechanically recovered meat increased the likelihood of infection. So yeah, you're feeding cows and sheep their own species, brains and spinal columns minced up into a meal. So are any other countries doing this? Don't think so. No. Just I mean, us. the Americans have some dodgy food standards, don't get me wrong, but... The fact that no other country's meat was ever banned because of this. Mm. Although there has been recent outbreaks, and it's still in Britain, actually, as, as late as 2019, but it was kind of one-offs. Mm. That disease farms. Yeah. And a few other countries have, 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 have had, again, isolated outbreaks. I think Spain might have had one. A few in South America. But it's never on, on this scale. And then when it, even when it first started getting noticed, they told the farmers, OK, well, switch back to soya. But a lot of the farmers weren't doing it because it was still cheaper to buy the meat and bone meal. And it's getting better results, so they're thinking, fuck it. Well, yeah, you get higher milk yields and then you get more, more money meat. in it, more profit. We'll play the blame game at the end. Yeah. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. In the 1980s, you get the first cases of BSE in cattle on a farm in Sussex in December 1984. And the earliest confirmed case was by a post-mortem examination of a cow from the same farm in September 1985. <clears throat> Although it was not confirmed as such until June 1987. Guess who's in charge right now? Thatcher. Yeah, the Thatch. By November 1987, the British Ministry of Agriculture did accept that it had a new disease on its hands. In 1989, high-risk foodstuffs like offal were banned for human consumption and widespread fear about beef and many British consumers to stop purchasing it. So yeah, people still see offal in this country. When did they ban it then? Ban what? 1989. They banned awful. Awful. No, ban T-bone steaks. Not yet. Not yet. My dad went out and brought a whole, like nearly a whole freezer full because he fucking loved T-bone steaks. <laughs> At the time of the crisis. Yeah. He's a brave man. Fucking hell. <laughs> I think we stopped yeah, eating for a bit. You don't know it, Dad, do you? No. Yeah. Stop! No, there's no <laughs> surprise in it whatsoever. The meat's tainted. <laughs> we're gonna, they're gonna, so we're gonna stop selling it. Fucking hell! Better get a freezer full of it. Now. We'll be cheap now. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is Steve all along, uh, uh, completely to a nutshell in it. Yeah. <laughs> just can't believe it. But thinking back on it now, it's just like, what was you doing? Yeah. And how much you must have spent as well? Yeah. I don't know. That bet would have been dirt cheap, mate. It's all infected. Yeah, it might have been. I bet they. I bet it all went up reduced. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't wait. tell you we got it out of the back of a bloody big bin out the back of Morrison's. <laughs> it said not for human consumption on it. <laughs> you know that little triangle with the arrows and the skull in the middle? Did it have that on it? And all that <laughs> fucking he yellow went, and black tape all round. <laughs> <laughs> he went to the reputable Rosalie Butcher. Oh. <laughs> well, okay then. Mad there? John Hackett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need Mad John Ayres. He's a very reputable butcher, I've heard. It wasn't until he caught Mad Casey. <laughs> yeah, well, it twitches a bit, but he's only lost three fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you know, 19, so 1989, everyone starts going, ooh, maybe we shouldn't have this beef bomb, Claire's dad. <laughs> well, the Tory government is still going, it's perfectly safe. Yep. It's only in cows, it can't be transferred to humans. I think I think they didn't, I don't, I don't think they said went, ooh, I think they went, Ooh. Yeah, I'd get in the punk room for that either. <laughs> Mine was there. Moving on. 1998 to 1994, the disease started to spread to other animals. 
a crucial basis for the government's assurances that British beef was it was safe. It's safe. It's one hundred percent safe. For God's sake, it's thirty percent of the fucking agriculture income. It's safe to feed other cows. They said, no, no, it, it can't infect other animals, and that's that was founded on their experience with the, the scrappy infected sheep, which had proven unable to cause any illness in humans. So it's okay to do it with sheep until it obviously fucking jumps or something. However, scientists studying BSC were already questioning this assumption, and on the 10th of May 1990, it was widely reported that a Siamese cat named Max had become infected with BSE, providing the first confirmation outside the lab that BSE could be transmitted between species through eating infected meat. Never. Poor Max. Yep. Mad Max. Despite this, the government maintained <laughs> the, uh, the British beef was safe. Don't you worry about that. Cats are already dicks. Imagine Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wouldn't be able to walk. <laughs> he wouldn't be mad, would he? be horrible. Despite this, the British government says, still says it's safe, and later that month, the then Secretary of State for Environment, Food and Rural Affairs, John Gummer, appeared on TV encouraging his daughter to eat a beef burger and declared British beef to be completely safe. She was four years old. Mm-hmm. Do you know what, though? We never stop On the news. Beef. On the news, eat that beef, kid. I know this is bad, but eat it anyway, because profit... Tories. No, I'd have been about, what, seven, eight at the time? 1990. 990, I'd have been seven at this point. So we'd, we'd all been seven, apart from Mike, you might have been eight. 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 And people would eight, me and Claire are the babies of the group. Mm-hmm. And you younger than me or older than me? I'm older than you. Oh, I'm the baby of the group, fantastic. February? Yeah. yeah. Don't have to which date. The second? Third. Third, isn't it? Yeah. No way, I'm exactly a month later. <laughs> Glad you're fucking out, I'm impressed. Hell yeah, you're, you're 40 in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 40 Club. <laughs> Is it any good? No, no. shit. <laughs> I'm not going to be 40, I'm 39 again. I quite like being 39, I'm going to stay at 39 for a couple of years. Age is the construct, man. It is. That's why I'm not really asked about the 40 thing. That's what paedophiles say. Oh, there's a straw man argument. <laughs> <laughs> no cases of, oh hang on, no, a cat, a tiger, actually went on to develop the disease in, in a UK zoo. At least one tiger in a UK zoo got the, got the cat version of this, and they're feeding the tigers, feeding the zoo animals and stuff too. Cases of the disease in cattle continue to rise despite bans on feeding off water cows and peaked with 100,000 confirmed cases in 1992 to 1993. In an attempt to stop the disease, a total of 4.4 million cattle were slaughtered during the outbreak. And I can remember the news. Yeah. There was like triangles of burning cows drove past in the fields. I just remember the dumper trucks with like cows' mm. legs yeah, yeah, coming yeah. out the sides and watching. Like they, they were showing this on the news. Mm. And then, you know, t- tipping its its load, and then just cow- yeah. dead cows just rolling out onto these like See, you know. You know, you know that, that time. Of, you know that time of year when you drive past the fields and they've got like a like a mound bank of all the manure and things like that that are out to spread. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that, and it's always steaming a bit, like because it's all fresh. Yeah, and it shit. stinks. Yeah. Well, I remember driving past that, but instead of being the manure. That, that pile, it was fucking burnt carcasses and things yeah. like that. It was burning cattle in, wrong, in the did, fields. They didn't do it right next to the road. Oh, they that's did. They, they, they would always do it in like the furthest field away from everything. They've, like had, they've, had, no, they've had no guilt about feeding your tainted meat for fucking 10 years, since 1947, but they'll move that burning cattle away from the road. It that's was great. Wharton smelled like McDonald's for about three weeks. Mm. <laughs> or a big barbecue or something, I don't know. No, you could, you could smell it. And it oh. wasn't a terrible smell. <laughs> it wasn't. It was beef getting fucking barbecue. Oh, well, right, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> we didn't go for countryside drives in the summer of the mad cow infection. 
I was just playing in my local. <laughs> He's running around the fields. Deep like that was it. Yeah, yeah, that's what we did. Just be, just be glad it wasn't airborne and like you know off the flames. Yeah, and shit. Mm. Fucking hell, that could have been nasty. Yeah, didn't give a fuck about like things like that. Spreading bad cow disease across the uh, in the world. Isn't yeah, it? God. Could you imagine that would have been one big fuck up, wouldn't it? Jesus. <laughs> oh yeah, we sold the ashes and turned it into meat and bone meal. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, shit. In late 1994, a number of people begin to show symptoms of a neurological disease similar to CJD, a fatal disorder that occurs naturally in a small percentage of people, though usually only later in life. This new form of disease will go on to be identified as a variant of CJD, which is VCJD, occurring primarily in younger people and caused through eating BSE-infected meat. The first known death from disease occurred on the 21st of May 1995 when the 19-year-old Stephen Churchill died. Although the UK government continued to emphasise the safety of British beef and, in September 1995, concluded there was insufficient evidence to link BSE and VCJD. It was not until the 20th of March 1996 that Stephen Dorrell, the Secretary of State for Health, announced that VCJD was caused by eating BSE-infected meat. So 12 years later, in 1984, they first found this, it's safe for humans, there's no problem. And for the next 12 years, as it's getting worse and worse, they're still sticking to that line until finally they have to admit it, because more people are dying from it. 177 people. That's 177 people we know about because the earlier version of the disease only affected the elderly who were getting similar sort of Parkinson-like symptoms anyway. Well, that's uh, they said it does occur naturally sometimes in older people. Hmm. Very rarely, isn't it? Yeah. So 177 people will go on to contract and die, contract and die of the disease. That's as of June 2014. Now, obviously, when BSE was identified, the United States immediately banned the importation of British cow, and 499 cows who had been recently imported from the UK were killed. The United States also slaughtered an additional 116. Between December 1997 and November 1999, the British government banned the sale of beef on the bone, and Claire's dad rushing out and buying T-bone steaks. That's the one. So they're still selling it, just not on the bone. I don't know what difference that that, that that meant. Well, it is it's it's held within the bone, isn't it? The um, disease. Yeah. Which is why all your your meats that were just fucking mulched up, bits of bone and all sorts, it didn't matter, did it? Cause you remember when you used to buy burgers and you'd always get bits of bone in them, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. That's why, because it was just all fucking mulched up into whatever bits of bone in it. They didn't give a fuck, and that was that was the change. Then they stopped the bone being a, an issue. You didn't have to eat the bone then. Now, a week after the after Doral's announcement. On the 27th of March 1996, the EU imposed a worldwide ban on exports of British beef. The ban would go on to last for 10 years before it was finally lifted on the 1st of May 2006. Although restrictions remained on British beef containing vertebral material and beef sold on the bone. I think the French have only just lifted the ban. eh? I think they have, yeah. Because basically the French also rely a lot on agriculture. And cow farmers, everything they didn't like the competition. The competition. No, British beef has always had this. It was weird their food. idea then, wasn't it? Uh, don't worry, I have a perfect way you can feed your cattle and make them much more milk. Use this. Just feed them this. Feed their cows croissants. It was the French all along. They set us up. They sabotaged us. Beef in British culture has always had this kind of thing, hasn't it? Like, Beef it makes you strong. You've got to be strong if you eat beef. It's, it's a weird thing. Do you all agree with that? You, 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 you're Red aware. meat makes you strong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's British beef. It's the because we've got such you know rolling hills and lush green fields. Obviously, our cows are better fed than anyone else's. The French in in the Napoleonic Wars used to call us the rose biffs, which is roast beef. Mm-hmm. Right? It's sort of synonymous with Britain beef in some weird way. And this is like a major fucking hit, isn't it? Let's face it. The French have only just lifted the bid, probably because they're also a bit of, bit of like, uh, fucking English. You know, 2006. Basically, the UK, we're all, we're all still eating it. Yeah. <laughs> no fucker else is. 
<laughs> so during the height of the crisis, uh, as well as after cases began to decline, the UK government came under criticism for its response and in particular for how slow it was to acknowledge the problem, to inform the public and to take steps to deal with the outbreak. And on the 22nd of December 1997, an inquiry was announced in Parliament to investigate the history of the outbreak and the actions taken in response. It was consisted of a committee with a few lords and some people, you know, June Bridgerman, Malcolm Ferguson Smith, Lord Phillips of Worth, but Travers. Yeah, these are some of the yes. people who fucking... Certainly Lord Phillips of Warthmut Travers and Malcolm Ferguson Smith. To me, so it makes it sound like they own fucking land. Yeah. Uh, 100%. You know? It provided its report in October 2000, and the report was published in full by Nick Brown, the Secretary of Agriculture at the time. It was critical of the government, surprisingly. No shit. And not only the government, the Ministry of Agriculture, Fisheries and Food, and the Chief Medical Officer, Sir Donald Archerson. If he's, uh, that's your problem, isn't it? Your chief medical officer's going, it's cool, eat it. Yeah, and why is he doing that? He's getting pressure from the government, isn't he? Of course, and that worries me because obviously, let's say, you know, allegedly COVID when some high-ranking doctors were pushed out and maybe, allegedly, maybe to, to toe some kind of line on vaccination safety, allegedly. Yeah. Who can say? Allegedly. I mean, it's not. Wouldn't be the first time it's happened, would it? No. Allegedly. No. And allegedly, that'll all come out in the future, anyway. More than likely. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> so the future risk. The future risk. The original outbreak of VCJD only affected individuals with a particular genetic makeup. Those only make the M form of the PRMP, which is the methylene valine polymorphosine at code on 129 which I assume is some sort <laughs> that of that bit there which is a bit of acid in your DNA somewhere right probably that little strand of acid in your DNA just above the kneecap just above the kneecap yep, probably just there. <laughs> they tended to become ill quickly in the first wave while individuals with another form can be infected with asymptomatic for years or even decades so they get it later this has led to some researchers, including Graham Jackson of the University College of London, to warn there could be a second wave of VCJD infections years later. And in late 2014, the first case was reported in an individual with both forms of the protein. So, still out there, we are all at risk yep. in this room. I don't think we ever particularly ate beef off the bone, which is, I think that was where you were at the highest risk, isn't it, if you yeah. had that... That kind of beef, isn't it? Absolutely, and I never had beef off the bone, but I had a lot of. I, we had rump, you know, rump certainly. Mm. We ate steaks. Right. Beef, beef burgers, all, beef bur burgers, See, we especially. Never we never did. We, we'd eat, we'd eat minced beef. It's done, isn't it, mate? <laughs> yeah. That was about it, and mm -hmm. yeah, like a, a joint of beef or something on the Sunday roast. Yeah, so, but, so but we've all. We, the point is, it doesn't matter whether yeah, yeah. how much we ate beef or not. It's only going to be that one, you know, maybe that one bit of beef that's that kept from that cow mm -hmm. that's been fed to the other cows, and one of them gets it, and then we eat that meat. There you go. The fact that all right, let's play the blame game. Margaret Thatcher, blame her. Apparently, Thatcher knew <laughs> about this in the late eighties and knew the consequences and what could happen, and said, "This thirty-eight percent of British agricultural output." I'm more interested in closing down all the mines. <laughs> <laughs> You're losing your mind and you can't afford to lose your fucking agriculture either, can you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would have put Britain into a complete slump, wouldn't it? Well, it did, because we had to yeah. kill 4.4 million cows in the end anyway. There you go. about to kill less if she'd acted sooner. Mm. Yeah. And it wouldn't have killed as many people, would it? Yeah. No. And as I say, we have all eaten this meat at some point in our lives. So was... A lot of people elsewhere, I'd imagine, because British beef, as we say, somehow synonymous with Britain. Well, yeah, it's a mark of quality, quality beef fed on the rich farm, rolling farmlands of the shires. I don't think it's her fault. I think it's the person that went, oh, yeah, let's feed let's them do this. this. Well, that's yeah. the profit-driven market economy, then, isn't it? So we're blaming... There's got to be a person that went, oh, I'll make this or... They did it because it was cheaper and it got better results. So, so because idea it was to do that, 
they're the ones to well, blame. We had so let's go capitalism, Thatcher's government, the total Conservative Party at the time. Although let's not let's not put all the blame to one party because it was started in 1947. So successive parties have been in and allowed this process to continue. Mm. But let's face it, covering up is still really shit. Once you've so the Tories get the, the Tories are getting ninety nine point nine nine percent of the blame. The, the original farmers that yeah, the original farmers and the farmers that sort of should have really known that this probably wasn't very yeah, good yeah. for to turn herbivores into carnivores. And the farmers that still kept feeding it to them right up until the end because it was still cheaper and they're ignoring the the advice. You know, a lot of farmers yeah. voted for Brexit so they could take away the loose and EU food standards. So you could start putting fucking eye eyeballs and fucking anuses back into port bars and shit. I thought they were in there already. It won't be the same without them, though. <laughs> well, maybe the farmers were sold on the product, not that you know, or they didn't even realise that. Yeah, was yeah. In they it. were blindsided themselves. Yeah. I think they knew. I think they knew about no, it. It's called not. meat and bone because meal. it's it's it's, pro, it's protein. It's yeah. mechanically it's extra protein. They were all fully animals that don't get a lot of protein because they're herbivores. They may be fully aware of the ingredients. Then yeah, yeah. bad drills because especially then, 60, 70 years ago. A farmer was a farmer. They'd probably they'd probably been taught by their dads who were taught by their dads. So they they would have fucking known animals in and out. In Animal days, husbandry, hundred percent. So they'd have known more wifery in some cases. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> they more than likely would have I known. Love you, Bessie. If they were given the ingredients, they should have been like, "Well, they can't be feeding that to old Bessie. She can't be eating no fucking cow." No! Are they, do they know it's cow? Right. Because oh, Bessie, she only eats the finest grass. Can't be feeding her that shit. Oh, what if we tell you that Bessie can produce, like, X amount of more milk and make mm. you more money? Oh, fucking brilliant. Do we hear that, lad? <laughs> they, they sell it to them as just extra protein and, you know... It's do you know what? They probably didn't know the ingredients no, when they I were don't given think it. Because ingredients then... weren't a thing in them days. No one gave a fuck about what you the ingredients were. It's called meat pack. and bone meal. <coughs> yeah. It's MBM. Was it always called that though? That's my point. I'm guessing. Well, you, the, let's say the British government at the time did, and then successive governments gave them subsidies to get more. If they made more, they got more. Hmm. Basically, if they they produced more. They got more subsidies, all right? That's what it boils down to. So they're thinking, oh, they're telling us to use this stuff. I'm raking in more money. Mm. It must be going well. Oh. There can't be any risk. Then the fact that, you know... It's all the farms, if all the farms around you are using this meat and bone mill, they're making tons of profit, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. a bit yeah. unsure about it. Stuck in the <laughs> soya, and your, your farm's fucked. failing. <laughs> yeah. You're not, you're not you've got to change or go out of business. Yeah. I, I think it, they'd have marketed marketed it as, as like, oh, this special protein, you know. And All right, you're a farmer. Like, I'm going to give this new protein to put in a cow, yeah, to feed the cows. What's your first question? What's in it? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Don't, I think yeah, you've been are, a bit... These are my livelihood. They but know. then, again... But then again, in, in the 40s, ago, did they know? The, yeah. Would they have even thought no. to ask that? Or would the person... Have, he wouldn't have had to have been fucking honest. He was just a fucking what you call it, snake, snake oil, oil snake oil salesman in a sense. Like, oh yeah, don't worry, this is absolutely fine. But yeah. what it will do, it will make your cows bigger and stronger. They'll produce more milk. Yeah, don't when you, worry. When you do slaughter, and it costs a little bit less than soya beans. And the British government are going to go, yeah, 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 do this, do this, and tell the farmers, yeah, yeah we need more food because yeah. we're, we're still we're still on rations until like nineteen fifty something. Yeah, as I said, my dad was born in '47, and he can remember rationing. Maybe they didn't know. Well, maybe they maybe they didn't know, or maybe they well, didn't. They know, they maybe they didn't know the consequences. They yeah. don't know the consequences at that point. You wouldn't have. I been, mean, and even but still, on a farmer and giving meat to a herbivore just sounds ridiculous in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Know. And let's face it, the oh. same symptoms have been observed in humans in in cannibal tribes in the Pacific mm -hmm. where as they get older and their tribes their cultures that have eaten the brains of the deceased mm -hmm. they have developed very similar symptoms to yeah. this mm. right? eating brains is not a good idea 
even like your sheep brain. <laughs> That's a public service announcement. So You're going to piss off the zombie community. No, yeah, oh, I can't piss off the zombie community. They're half our listens. <laughs> you can buy. You can buy. I'm, I'm assuming this is only like the same brain as the species you are, because you can buy like sheep brain, can't you? Monkey brains. And monkey brains. Can you in buy Indiana monkey Jones. Brains? Not in this country. I in think. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, Indiana Jones says it. Then it's, it's okay yeah, by it must me. Be fact. Must be a fact. No, I've seen Indiana Jones eat monkey brains. In Saudi, they um, do. Eat I couldn't brains, tell you what brains they were, but we often saw brains in mm. every butcher you go to in yeah. Saudi. I'd imagine they were more often than not goat. Yeah, but I was only ten years. old. I guess so it I, must be the same species, MP. Yeah, it must be. I, I wouldn't. I, I, or I, mean, I don't think any species is really meant itself. to be a long-term cannibal. No, because like, as you know, prion diseases. Proteins start mutating and getting and fucking up. Mm. You know, I don't think any species is designed to eat its own long term or short term or anything. Well, like, not, well you it? do get rats eating their babies, don't you? You do, but again, uh, but that's, it's not like that rat's gonna live to a ripe old age and eat like X amount of its babies to get that thing. I don't know. Does it? Are you There's thinking, a lot of animals and mammals across the world that eat. They're young, young yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but they're not like doing that on a regular basis, no. like these cows are. But there's different. They're getting fed it every day. Yeah, there's differences, yeah, yeah. isn't there? There's uh, so, your, your lions and your things like that that would eat young, aren't doing it every day. And there's no <laughs> mechanical chemicals. There's nothing else involved because when you're doing all this process, at some level there is probably some kind of chemical involved in it more than likely whether it's something like kind of msgs and that like a something to plump it up a little bit well i mean i don't think growth steroids are, i think growth hormones especially are banned in the eu and the uk mm. us they're not i don't think they're not no they're not but this could have been yeah, other little bits but there's also things other things like, like they'll, they'll give the animals like stagnant water because it increases weight gain somehow i don't know how it works mm. but more fat equals bigger weight and animals are sold by the weight. I absolutely hate factory farming, it's disgusting. We need to talk about factory farming as well, they're part of this blame game. Horrible. Yeah. It's okay to eat meat but do the animals have to suffer no. just to get a bit of extra profit? No. No, it is, it's... All up for free range you got. Yeah, free, it's got to be free range. Way. I mean, but the thing is, we, it is shit and I hate it. But we've all sat here with a mobile phone, we're recording this on our laptop, where the, the, the minerals in that battery, the borium in that battery came from, it's being clawed out of the earth by kids in Africa with their hands I and they're getting sick of it. it came from cows then. No. That's the comparison I'm making here. Yeah. Is that uh, we all hate, oh yeah, I fucking hate factory farming. I hate just that the animals suffer. Yeah. I just want them to live a nice little life. And then get eaten so I can enjoy them. I think all those diamond earrings. Yeah, they get killed things. so I can enjoy eating them. But right. we don't get a choice because we're priced out of that. that most people I mean. are. Ben's got diamond earrings. No, I'm just saying, like, your diamonds. <laughs> Have I? Your diamond <laughs> earrings. I'll be back in a bit. I've got the news cash for gold. <laughs> how, many, how many diamonds do people wear within this country? Might be illegally sourced. We don't yeah, know. Yeah. So It's probably but, thousands of Blood diamonds, isn't so, it? So we, we um, what the point I'm trying to make and bringing it all around in a full circle is capitalism is shit. It's capitalism. <laughs> factory farming is fucking terrible. Yeah, but we all happily awful. eat the meat. We know where the, the minerals and those batteries for our laptops and our smartphones and our tablets come from. But we all happily use them. Do you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. And we just can, push it to the back of our minds. But you can make a choice, can't you, with the beef? You can. You don't have to eat meat. You don't, but it's nice though, isn't it? But, you know. <laughs> Pete's nodding. There's no way you'd get me a vegetarian. No, no I couldn't do it. Way. Couldn't do it. I have to eat meat at least once a day. I really do. And that's not because I want to eat animals. It's because. It's really nice. My body relies on it because <laughs> I've always had that protein. It doesn't matter. You can, it. you can change change your diet, get protein from other sources. Yeah, that's the same though, it's very it? difficult. My, my ex-wife mm. tried vegan and she lasted a couple of years and she said it's so fucking difficult because it's hard to get protein. Mm. Mike. And it's just easier just to eat a fucking burger or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mike. 
Do you remember when you... There's as much protein in nuts in there as, as meat. Yeah, so. was yeah but you Do you remember when you moved on your first ever flat? Like, and you went yeah. vegan for a bit. But before I went you vegetarian went, for a year, yeah. When, like, before you went vegetarian, you used to have, like, when I come round on a Saturday to watch the footy, you'd have a fucking stack of bacon. Yeah, so I like bacon. That was your... Like, and then you went vegan and you went business. to the, the turkey, was it the, the imitation yeah. bacon? Your face didn't look the same. <laughs> <laughs> you did not look as happy. In you Sa- look miserable. In Saudi, we used to get turkey bacon. and So this is way before... I do like turkey bacon, though. But it's just not the it fucking was same. Okay. It was Claire, okay. Claire, why you stand on turkey bacon? Mm. You, you feed a family. No. I just I just remember one of my fondest memories of turkey bacon. I know it's weird, but sitting at the beach... At, at the you Red Sea. I go with the beach and the turkey bacon from the beach. Like, I don't know why you should. Have a little barbie. Bacon in this country. Yeah, having our little barbie, as you do, you have your bacon buddies. I always remember, though, like, it was one of the first times we'd had the turkey bacon because we wanted to have a, a, a breakfast that morning kind of thing. And so we tried this turkey bacon. We were all a bit like, it just looks like a very thin. It's tongue. just thin, yeah. It really like does. It's a dog tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a thin you know, dog tongue. You know what? I'll take it. But if there's nothing else going, right. I'll take it. It was all right. Would you take the plant-based bacon? No, uh, no, it's nasty. You can't, call, you can't call it bacon, man. Faker. It's bacon. It's bacon. It's bacon. I mean, I've, tried, I've tried it because Laura yeah. tried it, and I, that I, nice, I was like, yeah. nope. So, all right, we're drifting off the point slightly. So, in the blame game, the Conservative government for covering it up. The little French man who invented it. Maybe <laughs> allegedly, the little French man who invented it. We won't count in for the purposes. Number one, the Conservative government for not doing enough to yes. jump on Once it. it was highlighted. Number two, yeah. the farmers. I was going to say capitalism, number two. Alright, yeah. Capitalism. Because you know... Profits well, over anything, without over anything money, else. Profits yeah. over yeah. public safety. Yeah. Number three, the agriculture industry, the farmers. Yeah. Number four... God. God. <laughs> God. Cannibal cows. Fuck you, God. <laughs> So that, you, th- you think the cows should have just turned their noses up? <laughs> I do! I think they should have gone, oh, no! <laughs> Turn round and just shut on it. I'm not eating that, no! <laughs> Still getting that crown, babe. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was, I, I'm putting the Tory, I'm putting the Conservative government at the top. I think there's too many for people me. to blame for mm. it. I go with the Conservatives because even though the capitalist, the, the capitalist thing ideal is high there, the Conservatives still have a... They are the British government. They are, ele- they are elected to... Uh, yeah, in 1984, when they had the first sign of the cattle... They should have been like... Oh, they shit, have been on it. On They it. are elected to look kind of, you know, public safety and all that. Not let us consume too much. It's, it's a bit of dereliction. Just duty. like leading us into a climate crisis. And no, it's fine. Oh, trash of the economy in how many yeah. days was it? Oh, that lettuce lasted longer. <laughs> Fuck me. We do live in a cacistocracy. The worst amongst us. Rule us, man. Yep. Only the shit floats the top. <laughs> <laughs> Just have some fucked up facts. Yeah, yeah man. Team the- tune then, please. Facts, facts, fucked up facts, 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 facts. 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 The Three Gorges Dam in China shifted so much water when it was built that it slowed the world's rotation. Do what? Can you repeat that? Say again, please. The Three Gorges Dam in China shifted so much water when it was built Hmm. that it slowed the world's rotation and moved the poles by two centimetres. Why the fuck would they know that? Two centimetres? They'd know my GPS, wouldn't they? And it slowed the... Okay, it only slowed the world... this, though? I don't know. It only slowed the world's rotation by 0.06 microseconds, but... Again? Got these employers... How the fuck do they know that? Instruments measuring it. It's it's GPS, isn't it? When was this? I don't know. Three Gorges Dam. If that was in the last 30 years... It was built. I think Three Gorges Dam was built fairly recently. Okay, so if it's in the last 30 years, fair enough, but it just sounds to me like something that happened in the 60s or something. Wasn't there a massive fucking thing where that fell apart? Or is that my misremembering World War Z by Max Brooks? Because that Three Gorges Dam collapses in that book, and I'm sure something bad has happened... Well, it's in China, something definitely. And I don't trust Chinese engineering. 
Oh, you're looking for that. Oh, go, oh, go on, shall I? Yeah. In the 1980s, you had 17 minutes to a, escape a house fire in the average American home. Okay. Yeah. But because of the flammability of modern furniture, it's now closer to three. Uh, <gasps> shows you shit was made so much better back in the day, wasn't it? Mm. I thought everything had to have them anti-flammable stuff on them now. Sofas do. Yeah. That's it. Sofas it? and beds. Mm. Bedding does, isn't it? Well, 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 no, a mattress. Don't... Sofas and mattress, that's it. Bedding itself, no. You can have silk, you can have cotton. There's no that's standard, true. is there? That's true. But the mattress itself, and, and I do sofas, in Egyptian chairs, cotton. that's it. Any, any, any chair that's cushioned, because it's all to do with the foam used within the cushioning. Uh, well, I sleep that's... in Egyptian cotton. Sure you do. I do. And his silk underwear. Naked no, as naked well. Naked Egyptian cotton. Oh. 2,000 throat count. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> An endling is the last surviving individual of a species. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. You got any? Yeah, well, there was one, wasn't there? The thylacine. What was his name? I have no idea. Uh, he's Benjamin. Was it? Yeah. Oh, well. I'm sure it was Benjamin the thylacine that used to... The Tasmanian tiger, basically. Oh. He was the last one in, in a oh. zoo, wasn't he? Is he dead? Yeah. Long dead. So he was an ending. Gone, then. Yeah. Oh. Although there have been a few sightings in Papua New Guinea. I hope so. It'd be nice. I, lo- I love those kind of things where, like, mm. something that they thought was extinct and they, it's been spotted. It's like, it is an extinct one survived! Back from the grave, baby. Yeah. Or it's it might all not zombies. Be. Yeah, it might be a dingo. Mm. Well, you know. No, it was eating babies. <laughs> Allegedly. That's why they died out, was the dingoes, wasn't it? Mm. Goddamn dingoes. You'll have to answer for dingoes. Yeah, it competed them for food. and A bit like the great red squirrel. Yeah. Fucking squirrels. Men with large noses have large penises. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. My old mate, fuck it, I'm not going to name him. Small nose Jeff. He had a huge <laughs> fucking nose, massive nose, and he didn't have a big dick. I shout, I'm not, oh, I'm not being like, gay. Oh, Jeff had a massive dick. It was someone I knew in the forces, so I'd showered alongside him plenty of times, and trust me, he didn't have a big dick. And he had a massive nose, bigger than any fucker I'd ever met. Seriously, it was huge. Bigger than the Roman nose. I'll, I will show you pictures of him. All right. Well... But yeah, he, he did. That's the one. That's, that's the only anecdotal evidence. It's, you've the, got it's there. the only evidence I've got. Yeah. Well, this is too. I mean, my nose is uh, apparently quite large. I'm not going to say they, they don't come with a swan's neck for nothing. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell! Moving on. Do you wipe your own ass? Do you wipe your ass with it? Don't kill him. <laughs> don't make him laugh. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Let's just say the tip touches the water. Is it all bendy though, like a swan's neck? No, <laughs> just, it's the just the girth. You do need to get to a doctor's. <laughs> just the girth. <laughs> Oh, shit. Does anybody know what the the Cookie Monster's real name is? Bert. Gerald. No. Frank. No, begins with an S. Shitface. No. It's Sid. Sid? Oh, wow. Apparently. How little we know he's Sid. Everyone should always knew him as a Cookie Monster. Mm. Mm. He did have a thing for cookies, didn't he? Nom, 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 yeah. nom, nom, nom. He really did. Does. I don't know, is this where you're all going? I think so. Glad to be alive forever. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Just like He'll be eating them cookies in the apocalypse. His fur will be a bit singed and, you know, the hand holding him might be slightly mutated. See, one eye might be missing. Maybe But he'll switch. still eat those imitation cookies in no, the he'll apocalypse. switch to Twinkies. Twinkies. So ah, the only things left. Hey, you know, love a Twinkie. Meh. That's how I feel about They're that. okay, but mm. I wouldn't pay a pound fucking each for one. No. Well... They've gone down in price now, but god damn, I love a Twinkie. Mm. I bought you those Twinkies, they were a pound each. That's what I mean, that's what I was saying. That was dedication to the cause, guys. It really was. (laughs) Fully functioning vaginas can now be grown in a lab 
on a hand-sewn scaffold. Quality, I'm getting one. And transplanted into patients whose own vaginas are oh. undeveloped. Can you do it without patients transplant? That's just, just like, like, you just get a vagina. That's just a sex toy, Pete. Just, <laughs> just get a flashlight, mate. <laughs> but transplant the real vagina it's on it. It's just cheaper, just get a flashlight. But if you transplant a real vagina on it, that would be even better, wouldn't it? Why don't they just make sex machines? They did in Dust Till Dawn, he had that gun for a <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sex machine. <laughs> was underrated. Well, they implant it, Mike, for people that haven't got developed vaginas. Undeveloped. Undeveloped wow. vaginas. Didn't realise that was really a thing. Mm. Neither, neither do I. Not to, not to make a thing over it kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like, obviously... I, I know of cases of people that are born without buttholes and things like that. Well, people so. with two buttholes, like in Weird News of the Week. Yeah, yeah. Allegedly. Or two vaginas. Oh, two vaginas. Two, yeah, vaginas. two vaginas. There was a multiple orifice Weird News. I had to get impregnated in the left vagina because the right vagina had already been battered. <laughs> <laughs> but you couldn't orgasm the left vagina. That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen to it on the way here. <laughs> Germany has three times as many sausage varieties as the French have cheeses. Well, well that's no surprise, is it? Another German sausage, mate. Uh, you know, <laughs> bet you do. His name was fucking Adolf. We haven't watched a lot of Nazi documentaries recently, Mike. More varieties of sausage than cheese. Than, uh, than, than France has got varieties of cheese. cheese. That's a lot of fucking lot sausages, of sausage. to be fair. Because yeah. you go into one bloody... No, what's the what's the boulangerie? No, it's not one of them. I've no it's idea. The that's the bakery. So you got the fromage is cheese, isn't it? Fromage, yeah. yeah. What do they call a cheesemonger in France? Oh, whatever. <laughs> a fromanger. He's you never call them cheesemongers in this country. <laughs> he's, a, you know, he's never fromanger. He's only a fromangier. I've no Either idea. Way, when I went to France, I remember going into lots of cheese shops, and there's fucking loads of cheese. Loads of different cheeses. You know what? I'm torn here between France and Germany because it's like I like them both equally. Oh, French I'd, cheese, I'd, I'd German go with sausage. The cheese. I'm with the cheese all the way. Can I have the French cheese wrapped in German sausage? Mm. Or the sausage wrapped in cheese? Whatever. That'd be easy. It's all good. That'd be easier, surely. Yeah, I, could, I could make little cheese and sausage <laughs> sandwiches. Like, without the bread, just... German sausage between two pieces of French in all, cheese. In all fairness, if somebody said to me, you can only eat one of these for the rest of your life, I'd be going with cheese. cheese. All day long. Yeah, I do like cheese. All day long. Nice. It's more versatile, isn't it? I yeah. Not Put cheese on anything, can you? Yeah. Like a spicy sausage, though. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on what him. All right, we'll end on this one then. Athlete Christina Tham won a silver medal at the South East Asian Games for swimming in 1981 as a 12-year-old. Which is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. In 2019, she returned to the Games and won gold for underwater hockey as a 50-year-old. No way. Underwater <laughs> hockey? Oh, what? <laughs> That's what I read it, because I was like, maybe you guys had heard of it. I've never heard of underwater no, hockey. No, watched it either. Olympics. I'll let anything in the Olympics know it no, is. No, the South East Asian Games. Right, okay. Yeah, it's a new one on me. But yeah. Underwater hockey. Feet, isn't it? 38 years later. I used to play hockey at school. I can't imagine doing it underwater. Shit. I don't think I literally, like, with, on the bottom, like, with, like, six scuba diving gear. Like. To, oh, the left back's gone up for a breath. The wing has gone <laughs> forward. In the time you... Them old like diving <laughs> no, no, shoes, no, no, lead, sho- no. lead shoes. No, they're just wearing a, a bloody snorkel with a hose attached oh, to it. All the hoses get tangled up. Out. That's part of the game. It's <laughs> that squid game, mate. Somebody starts like jolty a bit. It's because they're. Their, their thing, their bloody. Is, it, is the ref on a separate cord so he doesn't I get tangled it's got up? It's got a them? kink! It's got a kink! I don't think there's any sticks or anything involved. I think we need to Google that. Okay, mm. what, what is it called? Underwater. underwater it's going to be some kind of like polo game, like water polo, something yeah, to do with that, hasn't it? I'm on it, don't worry. They've got to get it into the goal on the other side or something. Yeah, but it's under the, under the water, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you can play under the water as opposed to above the water. And you've got to like time it with your breaths and We that play lot. it here, yeah. apparently. Mm. What, in this flat? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, they've got snorkels No, we, we, we play... Ah, they, 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 oh, see? My idea wasn't so crackers. They do wear snorkels. Mm. And it is literally... <laughs> ooh! Ooh! My idea wasn't going to wear snorkels, don't you know? It's, Sometimes you sound just like Rimmer. <laughs> That's what I was going for. I'm going to draw a H in no, my head. When it's you, exactly when you as you'd expect it, basically. <laughs> so they've got a very small stick it's it's like the size of a kitchen knife but it's like a flat paddly it looks like a shoehorn mm, a shoehorn looks like a shoehorn and they and yeah they just it's got a hockey puck people know what a shoehorn is these days will they a shoehorn mm. is an implement that helps you get your shoes on and off your formal shoes usually the ones you don't wear very often the ones that you don't want to crush the back yeah that's it yeah it's kind of fun actually mm. But well, either way, and it's all about holding your breath and diving down and scuttling a puck across the bottom of a scuttling. floor. <laughs> <laughs> like you learn something new every day. Um, underwater hockey, who'd have thunk it? I want to play it. That wasn't on my 2023 bingo card. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Learning about that. Right. I think we can call that a night, can't we? Yeah. It's a Thursday night. I haven't got work tomorrow. Whoa. Nice. Get smashed tonight. <laughs> I've been Ben, thanks for listening. Don't drink the flavour aid and don't join the call. I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, may the force be with you. I've been Claire, keep an open mind but not so open that it spills out your ears. And I've been Pete, I'm off to join an underwater hockey club. <laughs> <laughs>